0: Welcome to the Jesus, Me, and Anxiety Podcast, where you can love Jesus and still not be okay every day. I'm your host, Cassie, and I'll be sharing way too personal parts of my journey with anxiety and panic attacks, hoping that together we can find ways to feel free, even if there are a million reasons to feel anxious. Again on episode two of Jesus, Me, and Anxiety. Super excited to be back for another episode. And today I'm going to jump right into the topic of this episode. It's lamenting, and it comes straight from Job, which probably already sounds like super depressing if you've read Job at all or even know what the word lamenting means. You're probably thinking, what in the world? This is not fun at all. But I'm going to tell you a quick story of me and my kids. This literally happened maybe a week ago during our morning time. I'm a homeschool mom. If you haven't listened to episode one, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one. You can kind of get a glimpse in, of who I am and all my life journey a little bit with anxiety, and also just kind of a little bit more about this podcast. But if you did listen, I have four children, I homeschool, I am with my kids all the time, and we have to do some time with Jesus every day. If we don't, I just about lose my mind because I also have anxiety. So I am prone automatically to meltdowns and feeling anxious and heart palpitations and all of the things that come with anxiety. So if I don't spend some kind of time with Jesus every day, I would probably just be a puddle on the floor and my kids would have to mop it up. So let's just go ahead and understand one thing about us. We have to spend time with Jesus every day. So in one of our times with Jesus one morning, I am reading a book. I'm not going to mention the name of it yet because when I'm finished with it, I will definitely— let you know. I I don't like recommending books until I finish because what if three chapters from now, everything goes really weird and I am like, ooh, no, no, no. So instead of recommending it now, I'll just say I was reading a book and it's a book kind of about prayer and talking to God and just, I don't know. I've been really trying to, what's the word? Not improve my prayer life, but really just kind of get to a different place in my communication with God. So reading this book and it literally is talking about lamenting and my kids, I, I read out loud to them sometimes. Sometimes I just let them read their Bibles and we listen to worship music and we pray. And we sometimes we do it all separate because I need to just have some separate time with Jesus before I even start talking to them, <laughs> if, if I'm honest. And then sometimes we do it together when I'm feeling a little less anxious or overwhelmed. So this morning we were doing some things together and I'm telling my kids cuz I want to encourage them, you know, God is your father. I'm I'm preaching this to them as if I'm like really a master preacher whatever evangelist person. So I say, you know, God really wants to hear from you guys. He wants to know you. You know, I'm I'm super passionate about it and I get really passionate when I'm talking about Jesus. So, I'm sure I sounded crazy, but I just am going, oh, you know, over and over, like, what? what is communicating with God? What is talking to God? But in the book I'm reading, one of the examples they gave about talking to God was Job and the realness and the rawness of how Job expressed his life to God. So I read this out loud to my kids. And as I'm reading it, I am laughing hysterically because I see myself in it. This is—I'm this is, going to read this to you because I'm not going to try to recount it. It's just too good to not read. I'm reading it out of the New Living Translation. Okay, so here we go. This is Job talking to God, the creator of the universe. He says, this is Job 30, verse 16. And now my life seeps away. Depression haunts my days. At night, my bones are filled with pain, which gnaws at me, relentless, With a strong hand, God grabs my shirt. He grips by the collar of my coat. He has thrown me into the mud. I'm nothing more than dust and ashes. Verse 20, I cry to you, O God, but you don't answer. I stand before you, but you don't even look. You have become cruel toward me. You use your power to persecute me. You throw me in the whirlwind and destroy me in the storm. And I know you are sending me to my death, the destination of all who live. I literally, I read this in this very dramatic way to my kids, but at the end of it, the Lord so convicted me. I was like, oh, this is what I think pretty much a lot of the time when I'm dealing with anxiety. I have been at points where my heart is beating out of my chest. I'm dizzy. I cannot even stand up off my couch because I'm in this this would be like a full-blown panic attack. For those of you who've dealt with anxiety for a long period of time, if you haven't had full-blown panic attacks, that's amazing. That's awesome for you. If you have had them, you know what I'm talking about. You literally sometimes feel like you're going to pass out. You feel like you're just, you You feel like you're having a heart attack or dying. I remember being hospitalized. My heart rate was like a what was it? Like a near 160. It was like 150 something. And I remember the person in the ambulance said, most people who have this heart rate are having a heart attack. Are you having a heart attack? And I remember looking at her going, well, wouldn't you know? Like, I, I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't know. Maybe I am having a heart attack. Maybe I'm dying. Now I'm going into another panic attack because now I'm scared I'm having a heart attack and I'm dying. So all of this to say that kind of got off a side note, but I have been in moments where I'm having either really heavy, heavy anxiety about things or am dealing with full-blown panic attacks. And I have thought, now I I don't say it out loud and I don't think I'm saying it to God. Let's be real. I'm just kind of hiding my thoughts from, you know, God. But I'll say in my head, where the heck is God? Why has He forsaken me? I kind of pretty much feel like Job. Like, I, I, I feel like you're killing me, God. You're sending me to my death. This is this is what's happening. You're, you don't care. You're just throwing me into the storm. I'm gonna be destroyed by this. Just kill me now, basically. And it's funny because I don't really think I've said it to God. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had thoughts where you're like, I would never say that out loud. Um, I usually do say most of my thoughts out loud, which has gotten me into a lot of trouble. But when it comes to... Sharing something with God a lot of times I feel like because i 'm just thinking it, and I even think these things when i 'm praying if you again, if you have no idea what i 'm talking about, just please bear with me while i 'm i 'm trying to just be way way too vulnerable, probably, but I have literally been praying out loud okay i 'll give you an example. This is kind of an example I gave to my kids because I have a an almost eleven year old who has seen my son, who is three, for the past three years of his life, he has had, when I say severe eczema, I mean severe. From head to toe, face to feet, this kid has has the worst eczema that I've ever seen in person. I've seen pictures of worse, but in person, he has them all beat. It's terrible. He cries every night. We wake up at least once in the middle of the night, sometimes two or three times for the past three years of our lives. So you can imagine that I don't sleep. And that is part of another reason I have anxiety, but not to bunny trail off that way. I will say that she has had issues and has had a hard time vocalizing, watching my son night after night, day after day, scratch and bleed and cry and scream, especially when he was younger. And even now, sometimes these crazy fits of just sheer and utter, being uncomfortable, being in pain, just cries. And she has cried out to God for his healing so many times, if not daily, for a lot of the the past three years. And he's not healed. He still wakes up in the middle of the night. His skin is still covered in eczema. He has 15 food allergies he he just struggles with a lot of things and she has had issues with it. And so I gave them the example. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, let's kind of try to get in Job's shoes here. Our, my son, Raiden has been dealing with eczema for three years and we've prayed and prayed and prayed. And sometimes when I am praying and I'm saying out loud the famous, Oh God, you know, thank you for Raiden. And I, I know that you want to heal him. So I just pray in the name of Jesus, you know, and I will say the name of Jesus 1,500 times. And while I'm saying it, I'm literally already having thoughts of, it's probably not going to be tonight. If I'm honest, I have had doubts. I, I think things and it's funny because I don't pray them. I don't say them out loud. So they're not prayers. That's That's been my thought process probably. I don't say out loud that, I'm really upset that Raiden hasn't been healed. I'll say it to Vaughn, my husband, or I'll say it to my friends who have every bit of advice to give me about all the things that will heal him and all the different things to try, which we've tried so many. That is one thing I ask you to do. Please, please, please don't email me about all the things that will heal eczema. (laughs) It's been three years. We have tried so many things and we're working with an allergist and pediatrician and we're trying homeopathic things and gut things and I know it's a gut issue and I know it's a blah 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 but just we don't have to talk about that because you know it's a little bit of a sore spot but anyways going back to job I realized that job basically just said out loud what he was thinking and it got me to thinking about how I feel when I'm you know praying for Raiden to be healed or when I'm having anxiety and I will talk about my anxious thoughts, especially with my husband, who has basically become my unofficial counselor for the past 13 years. He listens to everything that I have to say. He's walked with me through terrible panic attacks and anxiety, and he's still with me. So God bless him. Please applaud him. If you see him walking down the street, he deserves it. But I don't say those same things out loud to God. I will thank them even when I'm quote unquote praying, (laughs) when I'm praying out loud, you know, and really talking to God, I'll have these thoughts, but I won't say them out loud or I won't pray them officially. So they're not really prayers. And I realized I am crazy because God knows what is going on inside of my head, inside of my heart, inside of my thoughts. Like he's God and I'm not. And I had this revelation with my children that I can complain to God. Job spent like, I don't know, 20 something chapters complaining. (laughs) And we sometimes, I think we feel bad about that. Like, I don't, I don't want to complain to God because he's God. And so He, you know, he knows all, he's so great and he is, he's so good, but you know what? He's so good that he can totally take our complaining. He can also totally take our frustrations and our anxiety and our ugliness and our rawness. I had this like epiphany that when I talk about my anxiety, when I talk about my panic attacks and the anxiety disorders I've dealt with, I feel so much better almost instantly. When I'm in my bubble alone and I'm just counting my heart palpitations to see, you know, is my heart slowing down or is it speeding up? Oh, it skipped a beat. Um, Or if I'm trying to catch my breath because I feel so breathless that I think my lungs are messed up, which I did have a lung x-ray last year. My lungs are okay, in case you were wondering. But. Again, anxiety rears its ugly head, even in my body. And so I can either focus on those things and be in my isolated, you know, bubble of anxiety, or I can talk out loud to, guess who? God, Jesus himself, and literally lament to him. And that is something that I have actually been practicing lately And again, I've already told you episode one, my advice may or may not bring you any kind of peace or comfort or hope, but in the slight chance that you have not had time or had the revelation that it's okay to lament before God about your anxiety, that's the purpose of this podcast. I want to encourage you to take time to get it all out. If it takes 25 written pages like it did Job, or if it takes three hours, or if it only takes 10 minutes, get it all out because he can handle it, first of all. And that's kind of the whole point of being human versus him being God is that he, and this is a Bible verse, it's somewhere in the Bible you can look it up cuz i don't know where. This is another issue i have. I know a lot of things in the bible but i don't know where they are. Um, not going to pretend and i'm not going to look it up before i do this podcast so that i can pretend like i know all things. So, real moment, somewhere in the bible it says, you know, my burden is light, something like that. And there's another part of it, but you but the whole point is give it to him, and the only way that we can really or for me, i can give it to him is if i Say it out loud if I don't try to like pray something different than I feel that's an that's another major point here is you know when I'm having a conversation <laughs> with my husband, for example, I say what I feel i'm I don't sugarcoat it with him anymore, maybe I tried to in the beginning, but I mean, we've been married for almost thirteen years, so poor guy again, applause needed. you see von Russell walking down the street standing ovation. This guy has been through it with me, but he gets it all. Like when I am having an anxiety attack, or even if I'm just having a bad day, I just dump it on him and vice versa. He doesn't have as many bad days, but we, we do this conversation And we do it when we're happy and we're joyful and kids are going amazing and we're on vacation and awesome things are happening. And then we also do it when we're going through the worst of times, right? And who better to lay it all out with than God? And I remember I said to Vaughn last month when I was having, oh, a really bad bout with anxiety, I said, oh my goodness. At the end of it, when I started getting some relief, I said, I'm so sorry because you shouldn't be like my counselor, you know, but you've become that. Um, I just dump everything on you. And so I realized, you know, as much as I, you know, want to see and I, w- I want to talk about things with my husband, I want to, you know, I want him to see what's going on. I want to know him inside and out. I also want to have that same communication, that raw, ugly dumping session on God, because He's actually the one that can take some of it off. And if I feel somewhat relieved when I dump on my husband and just cry and scream and be angry and all the things with him, how much more relief have I gotten? And I have, I will be honest, I have been lamenting before God and it is amazing. (laughs) Um, It sounds ridiculous because the word lament means a passionate expression of grief or sorrow, (laughs) which is not joyful at all. But I feel like there's a time to lament another scripture. You're ready for this? There's a scripture. I know it's in Ecclesiastes, I believe somewhere. There's a time for everything. There's a time to lament and be sorrowful and have grief over things. But then there is a time for joy. And sometimes I've realized even in this like, understanding of getting it all out there to God that maybe the joy that I need, the perspective shift that I need, the relief that I'm like crying out for with anxiety is coming from me lamenting, me sitting before God and saying, and you know, I'm going to be honest with you, like sometimes you're going to have to do it in front of your kids if you have kids, if you're a stay at home mom like me, you know, it's going to have to be one of those unashamed things, which I don't really have issues with. I know my husband does, so I'm not gonna, some people do, I'm not gonna judge you for that. But it's gonna have to be one of those things where you go, you know what, I I cannot, I cannot handle this on my own, inside my bubble anymore. I'm lamenting. If you don't wanna hear it, kids, you can, you know, go play with Legos or something. But I've gotta be real because I cannot do it on my own. And if my time for joy and relief is gonna come from this perspective shift, because once I lay it all out there, God also gets a chance to respond. And it's so funny. I don't know. If you have not read the story of Job lately, (laughs) I encourage you to please go back. If you enjoy sarcasm of any kind, aka you're a Gilmore Girls fan or a fan of The Office or Parks and Rec, shows that are just witty and fun, God is the ultimate witty, sarcastic, amazing thing in the whole world because to job after job laments for chapters and chapters and chapters god gets a chance to respond and you know it is the funniest responses i'm not going to read them to you please go read it he he literally is like okay that's awesome job so where were you when i hung the stars in the sky and where were you when i basically created everything and put everything into motion and you know just Created you and every other human being on the planet. And, you know, do you make the sunrise? Like, you know, he's basically like, "Um, who are you, Job? Seriously, let's have a perspective shift. But then after all of that, he blesses Job like 10 times or seven times, I don't know, more than he ever had in his entire life. And there's like this time of joy and renewing for Job. And I like felt in this this study in this moment, and even with my kids, encourage them, lament before God, get it all out there because he's waiting for this realness, right? That goes beyond my learned prayers, my learned ways of dealing with anxiety, as in this is the prayer to pray to be free from fear, or this is the thing that you should cast out or whatever, If you don't believe in casting things out so be it. But you know, you you just hear all these things of how to deal with it, what to say, what to pray, what to read, whatever, which is awesome. Good advice. But God, God is waiting to speak with us, to be with us, to encourage us, to bless us, to bring joy and relief back to us. And so I don't know if this is even making sense to anybody else, but this was a big deal for me. And It works. I'm not going to say that, you know, every time I haven't heard an audible voice from heaven, you know, or anything, but every time that I have gone to lament, to really passionately express my sorrow or grief or frustration or worry or anxiety to Him, there has been a peace that floods over me, and I cannot deny the fact that I have a closer communion with him when I am not trying to hide my anxiety or my stress or my panic attacks, when I can just yell, this freaking sucks. And I'm sick and tired of having palpitations. I'm sick and tired of feeling breathless. I'm sick and tired of feeling exhausted. Like I can't function like a faded, muted version of myself because of this anxiety. And he's like, "Oh, okay, I feel like he I feel like he literally is like, "Oh, she's talking to me, okay, She's like actually talking to me. She's not trying to recite something from a book or or whatever something that I've heard so anyways, um, I think I'm gonna wrap this one up, but just be encouraged that you know when you are dealing with anxiety or even if it's something else like for us." You know, for my son's skin, you know, you're dealing with something that is a, seems to be a lifelong issue and you're not receiving that immediate healing and you're still walking through it. He is walking through it with us and we need to know that. He's walking through it with us and there's nothing that he can't handle or that he doesn't want to hear about. So take some time this week, lament, get before him, express your concern, your grief, your sorrow, your anxious thoughts. And I can promise you this because He's that good. He'll meet you there. And this is just another way that you can have Jesus and anxiety. Thanks for listening to the Jesus, Me, and Anxiety podcast. I would love to hear from you. So if you'd like to share your journey with me, email Anxiety at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cassie Russell. This podcast was produced by Phoenix Creative, which happens to be my amazing husband's company. So check it out at myphoenixcreative.com.